What's going on, everybody? It's Ricker. It's on everybody's favorite podcast. A whole lot of Apple, a whole lot of Bitcoin, a whole lot of economy, a whole lot of Selena Gomez in this episode. It's the best one yet, Bonja. Make sure you take notes because there's a lot of juice in this one. Yeah, I'm a thirsty boy, Ricker and Bond. Yeah. type deal oh yeah didn't come i'm also scared of playing long songs now because universal's got me eye the cook dude literally grabbing your nuts like yo that's not yours that's ours what kind kind of rude automation because you (laughs) i actually like to believe that there's someone deep inside the universal studio headquarters and pulling up anchor.fm slash ricker and bond and be like hey what are you guys doing dude this is our song these are the guys. <laughs> they lime wire, dude. And now they get free advertisements because they got me by the balls, bro. Just fucking us. Home what? of people like Selena Gomez, probably. Probably. as what a puppet. Probably. <laughs> free yourself of your universal shackle, Selena. Get yeah, out of there. Their hands so far up her ass. It's fucking. It's disgusting, the universal. Yeah, and their and their bondage upon their workers. I wish that was my hand. Hashtag free from Universal. It's kind of a, in, a little confusing hashtag, but you'll get there. Hashtag Sony. Sony is slaveholders. Sony sluts. Whatever Michael dude. Jackson said. Sony sluts. Sony sluts. Is Universal Sony? What? Is Universal Sony? No, I don't think so. Oh, you think they're going to merge now because we said it? Can we what? Probably, dude. They're probably merged now if they hit on Ricker and Bonding. Amazon's probably going to buy them. Amazon buy Sony? Scoop them up. Amazon Music could be a little cooler. Never really used it. Jassy? It has the same everything that everything else has. (laughs) Yeah, but it looks like weird Amazon stuff. When you think about it, all music yeah, there's really no same. reason to buy it, have another streaming service if you already have Amazon Prime. I got kicked out of my Spotify because my old coworker like kicked me off. Ungrateful. So I was like, well, you know, I'm already paying for YouTube Premium. <laughs> Let me just fucking use YouTube Music. You know, fuck it. Yeah, yeah. And you can listen to all the Able songs. Yeah, it's fucking it's the same thing. Who cares? I care. Spotify, and I don't use Spotify anymore. Actually. I just used a regular YouTube thing. I don't listen to hella hella music anymore. Oh, I was no. listening to Blank Face by Schoolboy Q today. I like that. It's a good album, dude. I'll play it on the next one. I hope he's not owned by Universal. Too busy driving to the nine to five, selling insurance on the phone. I love insurance selling. You know me. Yeah. Everybody's got to have it. Something's going to go bad eventually. And, you know, you think it's not going to happen to you. But, hey, guess what, pal? It's going to happen to you, you know? One day you're going to die and your family is going to be homeless, but we can help with that. Ricker and Bond life insurance. <laughs> whole whole package life insurance. The one that I think is, I think people call it bad. This is, I'm still, everybody listening, I'm driving. <laughs> I don't actually have an office, but I do drive and sell insurance. We'll drop off money to your kids and dick to your wife. Ricker and Bond life insurance. Call now for a free quote. 
I got one of those cars that mines Bitcoin but isn't a Tesla. Damn, is, you got a Toyota? Is it Toyota's mine Bitcoin? You got, a, you got a Nissan Highlander? I got a Nissan Crit. You got a Chevy Cruze? I got a Chevy Satoshi. Damn. Just selling life insurance. Would you buy life insurance for me? From you? Probably not. You're going to die, dude. Listen to me. Hey, okay. no, no, hey, listen, bro. I am. You, you're going to die. You're going to leave your kids homeless, man? Soon. You care about your kids? Did Tell I me, do you hate your kids? kids? I've never you, even met my kids. You hate your kids? I don't. All right, let me go. Let's sell okay. this uh, respectful man. Someone likes his kids. You like your cat? See this bracelet? These are all my kidney stones this year. <laughs> uh, yeah. Some of Dude, them that'd be, be kind of, that'd be cool. Honestly, these, if you had a really bunch of kidney stones. Rocks, these would kill you for sure. Look at this shit. See that? If you had a kidney stone, a lot of them. I feel like they disintegrate once they're outside, but having a kidney stone accessory for jewelry, pretty cool. Not gonna if lie. You have a lot of, if you have this many kidney stones, I would really consider changing up your diet. Like, you could sell them, dude. Perhaps maybe drinking more water. Maybe you can go is? vegetarian because, like, this is ridiculous. This is a lot of fucking kidney stones. There's like 13 rocks on here. Kidney stones, water related? Yeah, uh, pretty sure it's everything related, water and diet. Ah. Uh. Dude, your your piss knows if you've had too much or too little water, and your kidneys like automate that joint, and it's like, yo, you've had too much water. We're trying to piss that out, and then when it's not enough, then uh, it kind of you know balances it out, gives you some yellow pee. Learn that. I Think bet we're gonna TikTok. get to the point where like everybody knows like exactly what their body needs. Like we're just gonna have a device hooked up to us. It's like, yo, you could probably drink. 13 more liters of water today you're gonna <laughs> die and we still won't do it you know yeah it's it's kind of like it i mean health trackers don't really give you the motivation for health sometimes yeah it's kind of like but, oh, okay i'm dying yeah i'll guess i'll eat another donut <laughs> I, have you ever seen someone like at like a donut shop with like, like a fitness watch or something no. i haven't but i'm i'm assuming it's happened to somebody and that'd be a funny scenario I see fat people with Apple watches. I'm like, what are you using that for? It's <laughs> for text message, dude. You think most well, people Apple use Apple watch, watches uh, for fitnesses? They're really pushing it for fitness. It used to be like they it used to be trying to do like a iPhone. fashion thing, but everyone was I, like, I think, oh, it's ugly. But I heard a rumor of, of Peloton Apple, and I think they're probably trying to get in the fitness space a little bit. Yeah, they uh, have a... Uh, it also gives you data for people's like health and stuff. They probably want that, too. Apple Fitness Plus, they have that thing. Just get it, just get it, just get Peloton in there, dude. Little yeah. Peloton Apple in front of it? You kidding me, bro? Apple um, times I, P? I don't think Apple would do that. Why not, dude? Like buy Peloton? Yeah, give it. I don't give think me. so. Give me, give me, give me. Give you some hardware, give you some fitness. <laughs> I don't think, I don't, I don't really see the market for a fucking fitness bike for Apple. It's fitness, dude. Stay at home fitness. You don't got to go to no gym, dude. All you need is your Apple Plus membership. But it's so big. It's like, okay. It's really big. Sell, it's, it's hard You also sell exercise bikes now? It's hardware yeah. It is hard like, You know? Maybe yeah, if it was like a... Well, software If you update. already own a Peloton, like, and an Apple TV and an Apple Watch, like, you can do a fucking special hey, Apple TVs. fitness class. Why would you do TVs as a hardware? What, what does that give you? Well, they don't have TVs they have the little boxes that you plug into your TV. Uh, and also if you have a Roku, they have like Apple TV just like in there already. So Roku, dude. It's, it's mostly software. Roku powerhouse. Yeah. Roku's going nuts. Software. Apple does a lot of software, man. Speak, speaking of buying the dip, fucking remember Quibi? Yeah. What's up with Quibi? Apple? This <laughs> is like old news. Hell no. Apple wouldn't touch that with a 10-foot pole. <laughs> but apparently Roku like bought up fucking some Quibi shit for $100 million. About a tenth of the cost it cost to make Quibi in the first place. So Dang. I was just listening to a podcast today about CEOs that destroyed people's wealth but also made their own. And he was talking about Meg Whitman the former CEO of eBay who fucking uh, bought Tumblr for a shit ton uh -huh. and then like sold it for less. So like 
it was basically burning like what did he say something three hundred thousand dollars a day and then with quibi she raised 1.1 billion dollars two months later sold it for a hundred million so that cost them like what you think he said like 13 billion a day damn yeah it's a lot that's a lot of money it's about so thirteen billion. Great track record. Who's this guy? Roku's vice president of programming, Rob Holmes, dude, just killing it. He looks like he's creating shareholder value. <laughs> That's the smile right there. Look, I'm creating jobs. I'm creating wealth, not only for myself but for other people, and I'm creating entertainment. Quibi shut down access. Gets a second shot at gaining an audience when they shift to the Roku Chanel. Roku channel streaming service? Is it called Roku channel or is that something that Roku hasn't told me about? There's a little channel on Roku called Roku channel. I deleted it because I didn't want to watch Roku channel. Oh, it's Roku's channel? Yeah. So I guess you can watch Quibi on Roku channel on Roku. Die Hard, bro. Kevin Hart. Dishmantled. The cooking competition show. Oh, and fun. everybody's favorite thriller, The Most Dangerous Game, starring Liam Hemsworth. Swetep Patel, Roku's vice president of engagement, growth, and marketing, praised the quality of Quibi's content and said, yo, y'all made fire shows. You just couldn't give it to people. And said she believes it will resonate with Roku channel viewers because not many people have watched those shows. That's right. That's your reasoning, dude? Like, yeah, dude. People are going to love it. They've never seen it before. Startup led by Jeffrey Katzenberg and tech industry veteran Meg Whitman. They folded their Quibi creation after failing to get by a pop-up, even after I put a period after com and a plugin. It's a little tip. Put a period after com. You get a little, little treat. Hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, it just failed. Dude. You just sucked. Didn't get it. Damn, you know There's who else any, is... Any time to win, dude, it was the time you guys rolled out. You never know who else is destroying shareholder value? Probably. Who? Whoever's running Clubhouse. Oh, yeah, Clubhouse isn't doing well. Like, low-key, if I were them, I would be scrambling for someone to acquire them quick. I like, feel... I have, knock, I have, knock, Facebook, hello. <laughs> I have, Can you I have, this up real quick? No sources in the game. I have no ear to the streets. I have no people on the inside... But my one person sentiment of Clubhouse is that there was probably a lot of people trying to buy them at the beginning and there's probably less people now. Yeah, especially when subscriber growth slows a shit ton. Are we still only on Apple there, the Clubhouse? I'm not sure. We got a little Android, huh? Maybe a little, a little Linux or something, I don't know. Like definitely, like... I go on Clubhouse every day to enrich my mind. Who else could buy Clubhouse possibly? I mean, for what? (laughs) For what? Like, why would you, why would you buy Clubhouse? So you got like a couple million people to, that are already on Twitter, already on Facebook. So you don't have to start from scratch when you want to copy their product. You can, you can just literally meld their engineering team. Everybody already melded their things in. I'm Twitter did it. Facebook doesn't really have an audio thing. Yeah, but you know, that could take months versus weeks. Twitter already did it. Twitter already did it, but also, you know, a billion dollars is nothing to a company like Facebook, so it might just be easier to acquire them versus going through a bunch of like hiring a bunch of people. You know, Twitter probably did it because maybe they couldn't afford fucking Clubhouse or something. I don't know. Maybe. Still costs a lot of money, onboard a lot of people. Costs a lot of money. Costs a lot of money and training and HR and a bunch of bullshit. Onboard another app. You just put on a little mini business inside your business. Got to create things around it. But yeah, fuck the onboarding. The real meat and potatoes is they already have a software that's already up and running. Like starting software from the ground up is a lot of work. That's yeah. why that's like that's why Apple bought Beats instead of making Apple Music from the ground up. They literally just slapped Apple on top of it. Beats by Dre and company. Yeah, they had a a Beats Music service for a little bit. Those were all the rage in high school, man. 
People love beats. People love beats, but they're so fucking like. Do they love them now? In the past, they did. That marketing was crazy. Just give it to everyone that's cool. (laughs) It was. LeBron James, Justin Bieber, Lady Gaga. Beats. Beats headphones. I'm sure there's a cool little YouTube documentary on that. That was quite the little run they had. They're going hard. Cash the fuck out. Yeah, they did it well. Dre. Dre. I think you have to money with your ex wife. Dre. Probably some guy named Steve. Fuck my ass. Did my recording stop? Christ almighty. Larry. Jesus Christ. I fucking hate logic. Damn. Um, hopefully Zoom is still recording because my shit is fucked. Uh, what else is going on? We got some more Apple stuff. You want a little Apple thing? Give me a little Apple. Apple Air Tags. You know what it is? Because I don't really know that much. Yeah, Air Tags are. Let you know Tag what things you put are on your things so that you don't lose your things. That product that probably thousands of small companies tried to make and then Apple made it. Yeah. Most notable <laughs> being tile. They literally copied ah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is interesting because uh Apple is offering, if I understand this correctly, um, other companies a choice to basically allowed them to use like their existing products with um find my iphone so if you have tile you can use it with find my iphone but that's basically just giving apple more customers and if you have an iphone why wouldn't you get these air tags over the tile because like it's the ecosystem is just so fucking smooth moat dude you gotta have that moat it's it's fucking apple's nasty with it yeah apple's nasty with it that's why they're number one numero uno dude it's Much. like you can't make anything without Apple being like, yo, we want that. Uh, Apple said it, it's adjusting its approach to its AirTag sensors, changing the time they play an alert when separated from their owner, and also creating new ways to warn people in unexpected AirTag or Find My Network enabled devices nearby. I thought about scooping some up. I can get some for free with my credit card rewards, but I don't know. Tech Giant said Thursday it's begun sending out updates to his AirTags, changing time, uh, developing an app for Android devices that will help detect an AirTag or find my network-enabled device that may also be unsuspectedly traveling with them. Will someone, like, put an AirTag on you? Ooh, that's sketchy. Is that what it is? What was the little mistake that they did? I don't know. He's a little, little slip, a little air tag into a purse. Uh, introduction of air tag. I don't know. Apple's updates come over a month at the one for sale, 29 a piece, 99. Initially, pitches an easy way to find lost keys, book bags, and other objects using Apple's Find My Network technology. They use a combination of onboard sensors and wireless signals to help owners identify where the item is. Shortly after AirTags were released, however, privacy advocates raised concern that devices could be used as a way to stalk people. Yeah. Like other tracking devices sold by competitors such as Tile and Samsung, Apple's AirTags benefit from the company's Find My Network. Over 1 billion active iPhones and other Apple devices quietly communicating and sharing the location of any AirTags nearby. And the Washington Post reported in May that although Apple's privacy features are stronger than competitors, its testing found that those protections may not be strong enough to protect unwitting victims. Apple believes it's creating an, a deterrent to abuse by adjusting the amount of time before an AirTag alerts a non-owner to its presence, effectively the, introducing uncertainty of how long they will work. The company's also already built-in warnings into iPhones to alert people about AirTags traveling with them that they may not be aware of. Interesting. Thank you. you what does the time lag do? Huh? The time lag, adjust the amount of time before an AirTag alerts a non-owner to its presence, effectively introducing uncertainty to how they will work. I'm not sure what the time lag goes. Which AirTags are frequently changed and their communication is encrypted, which Apple says deters hacking and other unintended tracking efforts. If someone finds an unwanted AirTag traveling with them, they can tap it within, with an iPhone or but, other near-field communication capable phone to receive instructions on how to disable it. Hmm. Apple said its updates for AirTags began Thursday and they will automatically be applied when enraged when iPhone 
company declined to provide more details about its upcoming AirTags and find my accessory detection app for Android saying it'll share more details this year. Yeah, Air suck tags. it, Android. I'll tell you what I want to tell you. Um, you ever play yeah. AirTag with your friends when you were a kid? AirTag? Was yeah. that when you don't touch them? It's when you fly and play tag. No, you're people just, rock tag. No, I feel like it's throwing rocks at people. Eh? Yeah. A little slip of the air tags into people purses, eh? Cook. Lovely background, though. What kind of table is that, you know? Should I get some? Do I lose okay. anything? I lose my wallet sometimes. Pull air tag in it. I'm sure there's some, what is your magnet, magnet Wi-Fi? A little radiation somewhere. Put one good. in my backpack. That could come in handy. No way your backpack. You put one in your cat's butt. You don't even know where your cat is. Dude, you could put one on a fucking collar. For what? A shirt? A dog. Oh. <laughs> I, thought I get it. Like a dog. <laughs> yeah. Like, ah, oh, dude, where's that shirt go? It's always... Yeah, I always hey, miss that, that shirt. shirt. Leave again. <laughs> Hello, what is this? A Disney Pixar movie? I can't find this shirt I always like. Disney Pixar presents clothes. Like the secret <laughs> life of clothes. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh no, we're in a closet. Can't wait to see this one. I want to express how I feel. I don't want to be entangled into a uh, button up. I want to be free. I just think there's life beyond the retail <laughs> store, you know? <laughs> I hate it here in Macy's. It smells oh, like shit. a little bit of mold. They were cre- they're real creative over there at Pixar. Uh, I missed World War World Developers Conference coming soon. Old or D. Next weekend? This weekend? I, I don't know. But this post is Thursday, June 3rd by Harley Charlton. 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 I don't know much about what's happening. I just know. I don't know anything about iOS 15. I don't know anything about the new iPhone. I just knew the new Apple Watch is going to look sick next year or this year iMessage uh, iOS 15. Option to set automatic replies depending on your status. Something. Upgrades to iMessage with the eventual goal of acting as more of a social network and better competing with Facebook's WhatsApp. iMessage is becoming a little social networky. Ooh. Okay. Cook. Okay, Cook, I see you with the privacy. See, they're marketing, dude. Dude, they fucking... Now everybody's like, oh, Apple Apple loves privacy. Loves it. Yeah, but like, you know, if they fuck up, they have so much to lose. They're, they're putting a lot of rocks in that bag. If it came out that like, they could read all like something, like they could read all your messages or something, I'd probably jump over to Android. So I'd be like, okay. What nah, the heck's up? Slash me command for sharing status updates. You can do a status update in the group chat. Man, uh, Microsoft uh, did a little thing every twentieth. I wait. I think so. I okay. wish I knew because my take a break. Take a break. That doesn't look like a long wave file. drawing for you or some reason well i didn't i didn't vibe with those 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 messages billy this is very inappropriate what did for, he say this is very inappropriate for third grade what, what message didn't that, you like miss johnson it just it just wasn't please speak with me other after recite class. one lyric johnson <laughs> i've heard enough i don't need to recite first it. of all put put miss in front of my name after class <laughs> Ungrateful. Hope. After class. After class. Billy. Okay, Abigail, you're next. 
mentioned. What song? <laughs> Playing Taylor Swift. Twenty one, obviously. Billy. Hush. It's Billy Eilish, Miss Johnson. No. Billy. Don't make me call your mom again. She don't like you no more anyways. Okay, you know what, Billy? Come on, it's like, You didn't give her that good? Good. Billy, Billy, come on. Lesbian. It's not, I'll be right know, back. I'll be right back. Hey, I don't care that Abigail, you're lesbian. One second. Billy, what the fuck are you doing in there? I don't care that you're lesbian. <laughs> Who fucking told you that? Jesus you Christ. my mom. Very inappropriate. You were in my mom's house, dude. I live there. We were in a two-bed apartment. You think okay, I don't know? Okay, you know what? Okay. She All was right. screaming Miss Johnson, which is weird because okay. I know you have a first name. All right. All right, hush. I'm calling You never told me your first name. Okay, you're only... Who told you? You're nine years old. Incredibly inappropriate. Yeah, my, is, my mother is very open with me with her sexual love okay. life. Okay. Well, I'm going to have to have a, I'm gonna have to have a, a word with Carla. Oh, yeah. About I bet her, you. Our personal lives. A little moan with Carla, too. Okay. You know what? Fuck you. You're in second, this is second grade, dude. How are you this evolved as a socialized human? Damn. You're six, dude. Um, How can you? Yeah. I don't know. I lost it. Good bit. Good bet. Blank Face by Schoolboy Q was my summer jam in about 2018. Apparently, it didn't do well with his numbers. And so he was like, oh, all the blogs liked it, but y'all didn't give me no money with like some fan love. So I made non-blank face. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this little. Look at this Damn. Little Come on, look at that. Dude. That's a beautiful cover, too. Come on. Look at this guy, bro. What's he up to? Sure the, the blogs loved it, you know, because it's like, Ooh. it's not really trying to like appeal to the masses. Yeah, but, yeah. No, I'm, and then he was like, "Yo, I, can, uh, I gotta appeal to the masses." Do y'all hop on a feature with Kendrick if you want to make the, that real money? The masses are not giving me money. Hey, man, <laughs> if if I love your album, then you're probably not in the masses. Except you if you're the weekend or i don't know you know it's really unfortunate that the weekend died i agree oh jesus he's a when good people guy say when i say uh like you know like the weekend is my favorite artist and then people assume because most people <laughs> have flaming only homosexual like, <laughs> they, they they assume like because they have only heard like mainstream weekend right <laughs> they probably like save your tears can't feel my face wonderful and usually the response is He's too mean. He's too mainstream. Oh. I'm just like, ugh. If you only knew, if you only knew. Dude, his, his, it's kind of weird because like the, his his latest mainstream stuff is very not mainstream sounding. <laughs> kind of, yeah. It's, it's very like. It's just not as like. Uh, I wish he was more. Avant-garde-ish. I wish he was more like. You uh, know what that means? R-rated, like he used to be. Yeah, killing people in the driveway. Yeah, or like fucking bitches and shit. He was kind of already and heartless, but I feel like that didn't like go off as much as it should have. Heartless. That's the he, same. Like, he, he wasn't really like performing that like a lot. I am an heartless. Your tears. It's a, the whole gimmick's just a great gimmick, dude. This album. It's like it's. Yeah, like, I, I still don't really like the gimmick. I don't like the red jacket. You know what? It, you know what it is? It's kind of like an uncanny valley gimmick, dude. I it's like just, it's a I Las Vegasy like this is weird and like I'm like on some kind of stimulant uncanny valley gimmick. I wish he was like wearing like a black suit or something. It the just doesn't see it just doesn't weird. feel like the weekend. It seems too. It's bright. not supposed to. It's not supposed to. Yeah, it's just like oh god, it's dude. This is like like I like. Did you see the performance he did when he was like in the parking lot mm, and like cars. cars were around him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that look a lot. Was, what look was, was it? Just was the car just like, look? He just had like glasses. He just like wearing oh, a black suit. I didn't see it. All I, I saw was cool, funny. cool Tesla sem- Tesla semi trucks going in a circle around Abel Tesafayay. Those were Teslas. No, but I just come on, give it some branding, huh? What if they had hit him? I'm sure there's some insurance on him. That's like fucking terrible. Like you kill the weekend. I wonder what celebrities go to for insurance. There's a movie that I think I brought up in the past that was like a comedy. They took an insurance claim out on an old celebrity stuntman. And they were trying to get money to, to fund their movie, but he wouldn't die after doing all of his own stunts. Wow. Fun, fun little plot. Crazy how your life is just reduced to a number, huh? 
Yeah, I wonder what celebrities do for insurance. It's a whole lot of collateral, you know? Probably really uh, expensive. Yeah. Think they go to Blue Shield? Geico? Probably. I don't know. Or they got cool celebrity insurance. Life claim, Ricker and Bond. Here we go. <laughs> probably do. What's up, guys? In my Toyota. Imagine those drivers are like, damn, I hope I don't kill the fucking weekend. <laughs> hope he doesn't like take a step to the left. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. You can control a lot of that. Good I would driver. be like, dude, I can't even do it. I will, like, I'm a <laughs> professional driver. I've been doing this for 30 years. No, nah, I'm not. Most of those try. guys are like ex military. Ex military. Ex military. Probably just like, they probably just drive cars for a living on commercial sets. Ex military. Too much PTSD <laughs> to deal <laughs> with. The, that. They're the cool ones. Remember, we were talking about Japanese internment camps? Yeah, they're great times. Pretty sure that was filmed where we were talking about the the park yeah what the, the racetrack san anita racetrack wait wait, wait. The, the park that you that was like you walked to no remember japanese internment camps. camps yeah and i was like oh there's there's a there's one in la uh-huh. that is a racetrack now yeah 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 it's That's, called nakamoto racetrack no called san anita racetrack oh it's not in japanese dude. how are you gonna pay homage the weekend thing oh so he was just okay. dancing on the grave of. So Japanese. there's layers on layers. You yeah. think they killed them there, or they just interned them? They interned them. Uh, they probably, probably a couple more, Probably a couple body counts. Probably didn't help with the life for sure. Probably got a couple two or one dude. Probably yeah. I read a thing today about there was this thing called uh, I forgot what it was called, but it was a cell where it was so small all you could do was stand up. They used it in World War Two. And he would stand there for weeks and people would just go crazy because they couldn't like move or sit down mm-hmm. and they couldn't die. So mm. it was just tra- torture. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Sick, dude. <laughs> yeah, pretty bad. <laughs> oh, you just had, had to do a war, you know? You just had <laughs> to be. Everybody's war. grandpa was in it. That's the latest, dude. You just had to be that race that during too. that time. <laughs> Unfortunate. <laughs> You have to be born at the same, a good place. And if you were born at an okay place with the reserve currency and military power, you probably wanted to be a certain shade. Pretty nuts being born in this time. Like 50 years back, what would you be? The 70s? Yeah, like, it wouldn't be great, you know, for me. But there's there's still that, there, that transition where it's getting a little murky, you know? It's getting a little better, but it's not great. Like, yeah, it's still yeah. 100 years back. No chance, bro. Fuck I'll that. I'm I'm not living past 30, probably. What is that, a great-grandfather of sorts? That's... I grandpa? think my grandpa was born in the 30s, so this would be a yeah, great-grandpa. Born in the 30s? Yeah. Maybe earlier. 30s, I think. I think 20s and 30s is kind of grandpa age vibe. Pretty, uh, yeah. And he... This is 50s. interesting. This is like a really a sign of the times. Back then, he wanted to be a soldier when he was little. Probably because of all the war going on. (laughs) Probably because of all the rampant propaganda of trying to get soldiers to kill people. Yeah, Jesus. That must have been a time. Man, I hate work, didn't you? I think my grandfather said he played baseball in in the military and and then then broke his arm. So he's out of there. I don't know. Got out of the military and immediately got a job. No experience. (laughs) Literally... Can you can you read? Can you write? Can you drive? You start tomorrow. I think I think it was kind of ba- bad for soldiers coming back at a certain time. What? I think it was bad for soldiers coming back in the workforce. Oh, not for, not for my grandpa. He was fucking. He was working. What did he do? He drove a trolley in uh, San Francisco. It's lit for a long time, for like thirty something years, and then he got like this really it seems, good. It seems like he fake, was getting dude. like. Six grand a month or something God, until, until he died. And that was like the last year that San Francisco gave that much money to people. Hey, so, nice. yeah. Did he have a flat rate? I think so. Something nice. Like that. Just like six grand. I mean, yeah, a month. Just way to, way to, way to timing, you know, time the market. Yeah, dude. Damn. I bought a couple houses. <laughs> Did he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude. <laughs> Yeah. Where what area? 
in the bay oh Pittsburgh. Man. oh yeah yeah i've seen it on i've seen it on the part dude i always wanted to go there because it's called pittsburgh you know yeah now like oh this is a city that's somewhere else that's famous but it's like a two t's that's cool pittsburgh is chill it's pretty boring but you know it's like something it's a place i think it's like 45 minutes from san francisco it's gotten on a bart dude is it like the last one on bart yeah it's like one of the last (laughs) (laughs) it's like oh you live out there dude i remember going to zach's i I think he might have moved i don't know what kind of property zach has but it looks nice um but when i went up there like years ago he was at a place and uh it was like it was towards the end of the bart and it was kind of funny you get out and there's like yeah there's nothing here just cows (laughs) that was like a starbucks and (laughs) and then like like a strip mall and you like got some liquor on the side and i love that guy over there and then i was like yo what's up i love it dude every time i went to to chill with zach at a san francisco outing it was always just like grayish and we're always kind of like under the influence of something you just go up into like some weird troptopia to chase the ducks chase the ducks yeah like around the just, pond was there pond you, you know, that's Loki what it boils down to <laughs> just two kids just walking two around men just chasing ducks <laughs> it's just like you know it's like a a one day outing dude you gotta just, <laughs> just make your way around around the bay around san francisco make make your home base back you, you know you gotta you gotta get that that clam chowder bowl and a bread bowl after you you just uh, a day well done damn you've, you've achieved the day it was annual after a while dude it was just like yo it's it's time to bread bowl around you know what i mean everybody there works for google my boy Alexander got a real job at Apple. Yeah, didn't he? Uh, is it the same one you brought up before? Did I bring it up? Yeah, but like at first it was like a a trial, but now mm-hmm. it's like actually in there. All right, what's the title, dude? You know, he's I, no NDA over here, dude. No one watches. What's it? Oh, come a on. level three iOS developer. Huh? I think. L three A. Yeah, apparently there's levels. I think he said. I don't know how many levels. But uh, yeah, nice little corporate ladder system. That's fun. Yeah. So now he's going to be working for Tim, pushing out that code. Mm. Couple decades, dude. Dude, Bang on top. Was last name? Couple decades working for Tim. Who knows where Apple will be when he's fifty? Oh, oh, oh! That's nice. I wonder if it's going to be like he's going to see. Okay, see, that's the thing. That's the thing. That sounds like there, man. Yeah, I think that sounds like he's 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 really excited embedded. about that. He's like, yo, that's my plan. Either work for Apple for a couple of years, then go anywhere I want, or just work my way up Apple. Yeah, and like that used to sound exciting to me. That doesn't sound exciting to me anymore. Mm-hmm. I like get it. being loyal to a company for my life. Being loyal to Apple would be cool. Apple's Apple's great, but and I can't see. I love capitalism. You got, you got a weird want... little corporate in there. I could see it. I could see it. But if if I was if I was going to work my way up anyway, I'd be glad it was Apple. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, out of like, all the companies. Like what, like what other, what other company you want to, you want to, I mean, I don't yeah, know. I, I, I see videos of people that say I've worked at Google and I'm miserable all the yeah. time. Yeah. I'm sure there's, I mean, I'm sure it's it, after, especially after a while, it starts to uh, fade in the background and just becomes uh, the career, but the benefits are probably fucking nasty. Yeah, give me some, give me some stock, Cook. They get, uh, give they me give, so probably much give them a shit ton of stock. Oh, give me so much stock, dude! I'll work there forever, bro. They probably give you like just all the stock, dude. If you give me so much stock, I'll, I'll, oh my goodness, dude! I'll be loyal for at least two decades and a discount. They get a discount too. Okay, give me any discount you want to give me. Just give it in stock, eh? But yeah, so um, I don't, I don't need your stupid iPhone twelve, dude. I still got my iPhone eight fucking <laughs> your non-good cpus or whatever I'm trying to oh. i'm trying to mine and play video games i think that nvidia 20, i'm not sure i don't think so just do but it. yeah apple what what would be another apple fucking 
Microsoft isn't as sexy, but if you pay me in stock and it's cool, it'll be there for decades. That's cool. I would Microsoft be is definitely not as sexy. It's not as sexy, but in terms of, I mean, if you're going to work in a place that'll be there entrenched in USA for a couple decades, Microsoft. Oh, dude, with their mesh, bro. Honestly, bro, it could be on the market, like Veil, it's not as sexy as Apple, but there's probably a lot more exciting stuff going on with Microsoft's office than Apple. You got some mesh going on, dude. A little AI VR stuff, crazy, bro. Uh, honestly, yeah, honestly, Microsoft's probably doing more to innovate than definitely Apple right now. I mean, I mean, I was talking about innovation. You've seen the purple Apple, bro. It's purple. Oh shit, dude! You see that <laughs> that gay Apple Watch, bro? With the, the rainbow band. You dude? see the new bands, bro? Talk about innovation, dude. Watch out, dude, China. They, dude, they killed homophobia with that band, bro. Oh, Microsoft goes hard, dude. Just Pride the brand is because of. Microsoft, bro. Was, mesh, was dude, Pride Microsoft crew mesh, dude? What's the what's the, what's the history of Pride Month? I don't know. Propaganda just to get in your butt, dude. Rick it was Warren. created by Coca-Cola in 1997. <laughs> Let's look it up after the break. After the break. Who was that? That was beautiful. Total tripping. Kima, Keisha, and Pam. Tripping. Produced by Missy Elliott. Probably got a little Timbaland in influence in there. Yeah, co-producer Timbaland. Timbaland and his giant arms. <laughs> but this is 98 Timbaland, so he's fat, I think. Oh, God. And, and 98 Timmy. Missy, dude. So just Missy and Timbaland just being fat, making bangers, bro. I mean, just their, the life, the dude. Top. Yeah. Dude, Timlin oh, crazy. Oh, Timlin is crazy with it. Bitcoin just, just does not want to go over 40, does it? Ah, you're going four years. Four years? Yeah, we're going back to that base building, baby. Fuck that. <laughs> you, said, you, said, no. you, said you, had, you said you trusted it. <laughs> we'll see how much you trusted after five years of flat. I do trust it. <laughs> I do trust it, but I want to also make money on other things, <laughs> which I can't if Bitcoin is fucking on the ground Six for five years. years of flatness, dude. I'll see you in 2030, man. Bitcoin. I'm not too. I don't know. Cardano's about to launch some exciting stuff, so maybe what they'll... What do they got, dude? A little test, little test red, bro? You want to get into some crypto stuff? Sure, why not? Uh, <sighs> I actually don't have a lot of crypto stuff. I don't go, either, go but that's so good. I do have. What do you got? Oh, oh, actually, this was cool. Bullshit meme coins. I'm just waiting to pump so I can dump them on your ass. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's something. The summer of meme coins, ladies and gentlemen. No, not financial advice. As long as Bitcoin goes up. As long as Bitcoin cycle. goes up until people realize that meme coins are fucking worthless. It always will be. But also, you look at it and you're like, okay, it's worth nothing. But this one right here yeah. is worth 0.00000925, right? So when you look at that, you're like, Jesus Christ, that's fucking low as shit. Let me scoop some up. And then you compare it to something that actually does something, like fucking, I don't fucking know, Filecoin. I don't know what that does. $89. You're like, okay, like, that makes sense because it also does data. something. And then this imaginary dog coin down here is fucking. Can give you some alpha. Yes. It's yes. fucking worthless. But also, then you take a look at the market cap $3.9 billion. <laughs> Where the fuck did that come from? That's it's, like more than a small company. <laughs> it's uh, probably people with a lot of money trying to get money and liquidity out of other things. Yeah, it's fucking nuts. Real economy the, uh, versus not real economy, dude. It's finance on steroids. Did you see that? Have you seen that thing going around about the guy who made like $2 million on Dogecoin? No. 
Yeah, there's like a bunch of articles about him. People were doing videos on him. But there was this other guy that made $60 million on Shiba Inu coin. And nobody know, like nobody's really talking about it. Mm-hmm. That's fucking ridiculous. He oh, said he invested like $1,200 in January. Hold it. That's pretty nuts. Uh, pretty ridiculous. He invested $17 in Shiba Inu. And that was back in March. Um, that was before I even found it. Oopsie. I'm not interested. What, what's going on with my, my, my little Chrome attachment here, huh? Supposed to be blocking all these Javas. Um, yeah. You put money into a, a doggy coin that is a layer under another doggy coin, and it went, went boop, it went boom, boom. That's that's the story. <laughs> Who who's pumping it all? That's probably a better question, you know, seeing what people are trying to do what. I'm sure at some point the percentages of people trying to hide their assets into another asset to get liquidity is probably lessened as people momentum themselves into it, but they're still He was ever pumping it, keep doing it. <laughs> keep it um, up. I thought this was kind of cool. Uh, there's a company that is deploying an Ethereum node into the International Space Station using SpaceX's little rocket launch um, called Space Chain. Uh, firm announced two missions aboard SpaceX Falcon 9 rockets that are both expected to take place in June, slated for June 3rd, which is the date of this recording. Made possible to uh, a firm called NanoRacks. We'll see Space Chain Space Node launched and ultimately installed at the International Space Station. That will act as the first demonstration of Ethereum technology on Space Chain's existing hardware aboard the ISS. Well, Ethereum node on space. Space blockchain stuff is very interesting. I don't think a lot of people are like, Talking about it, like a little JP Morgan doing a little blockchain space. So, you know, it's going down, dude. No one's talking about it. The early adopters, everybody is fucking clueless. Getting, getting shepherded into whatever's being shilled as alpha at the time. No one knows anything what's going on. Space economy, dude. There was one panel I was listening to during Coindesk's uh, um, little conference, man. The people that are in the space economy stuff are are wild, bro. They're into it. It's really very interesting. It's going to get fucking gnarly. Hey, everybody out there, listen to your kids because they fucking know shit, okay? Uh, okay. I also want to bring up, though, dude, that most of these people that are doing heavy, heavy work are like also like 40, 30-year-old, not young people going like heavy into the cool tech. So, you know, just saying. Yeah, but like, like people like me, like doing research and stuff, I hopefully have more life than a 40 year old by a little bit. Right. But you're also not putting Ethereum nodes into space, dude. I'm not doing anything but spreading awareness. Sure, sure, sure. Space you know, economy stuff, man. It's very there was a bunch of people when the internet was getting started who didn't at UCLA make anything to contribute to the internet but still made lots of money off of it yep. i'm trying to be one of those people sure but with blockchain yeah yeah i, was also I also want to make something i just don't know Oops. yet what you ever seen that recommended video on youtube of an mit class uh talking about blockchain no it's cool mit tangentially has a youtube channel of just like open mit classes so you could save, save a little money on there just go on YouTube. Um, but there's a whole course they have on who's now the uh, Gary Gensler, I think his name is, who's head of the SEC now, was doing a, a blockchain class. And uh, it's pretty interesting. I only listened to 45 minutes of the first lecture, but it's pretty dope. I wonder if they taught any blockchain at our school in like anything. In 2017, 2018, 2016, had to have been maybe in like some finance classes, maybe some economy. Man, they've been talking about it for a minute, bro. It is a research school. Yeah, but I guess they're into space. 
There are a lot of space lot stuff. Of space. Telescope. Hey, we need some blockchain telescope stuff. And no one tapped me on the shoulder in the mall when I was getting Chick-fil-A about like, hey. Yeah. What's this? <laughs> Your journalism. <laughs> journalism. <laughs> Replaced little, by a computer in 10 years. A little of the moment. Give you some history uh, perspective, though. You know, you're going to be 50. You're going to be like, wow, we really went to school for journalism. <laughs> That's like, who went to school for farming? Man, farming's probably got a lot more productivity in the economy than journalism. Low key. A lot more money to be made in the real economy. Same amount of fucking stress. Probably a lot more stress, dude. Yeah. You got to like, especially if you're, man, I don't know what it's like to, to be control of a farm and like have to make crops and like hope the weather and whatever tools you're using to preserve your crops don't just poop out on you. Man, 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 man. Where's the farm tech? Yes. Farmtech.org. Quite a quite a bit of quite a bit of work. They were talking about other blockchains that existed previously in this MIT class and like layers of stuff that was made before uh Bitcoin was made. It's pretty cool. Um This was like eight twenty eighteen too, so it's kinda after the 2017 upper. Then they're like, yo, we got to want to talk about blockchain stuff, a little crypto. And then people are listening. And now it's on YouTube for everybody to just chill and listen to. From a professor who is now in charge of one of the highest financial positions in the United States. I mean, it's not $40,000 a semester. No, just uh, if you have some kind of internet device and a Starbucks you could learn about some cool stuff. I don't believe you. Pull it up right now, dude. Pull Education it up right now. isn't free. Yeah, well, no, nothing's free. You got to find a place to watch the internet, have on the internet. And if you're not like secure, like financially with a home or like food, it's probably not on top of your mind to learn about blockchain, but it's there. Maybe you hop in the library. Yeah. Um, it's probably some okay books dude it sucks probably i mean you could probably read about like history of digital currency stuff and then like internet That's the stuff thing, what i was gonna bring that up there's not a lot of books about like blockchain or nfts or any of that stuff there's a couple but there's not a lot because I, so I haven't looked it up but i i feel like if you look under the right stuff of like not the key search terms of like very current blockchain stuff and like Bitcoin stuff. But if you're looking for like history of people building internet apps and like layers of things that led to this point of Bitcoin, I think you might find something interesting. And I think there's might be a lot of uh, value in historical digital stuff that people are thinking about like 1999. There's a dude that pops up on YouTube who's talking about making digital currencies. Because the internet had been around since the gosh darn like 1960s, dude. Yeah. People building layers on layers. And you, you learn a lot more about the future. You learn about the foundation of what got you to Los Satoshi. I think the, the guy who uh, started coding most of Bitcoin is actually part of that space chain firm. Just doing little nodes in space trying to get this uh, little economy from satellites going. A little popping. Ooh, how finny? Huh? Oh no, and that's just a, a name. Who's how fitting? Paper on proof of work in the nineties. Dude, there's a the the was it with a chick? I don't know if that's proof of stake. I think it's I look it up because that was interesting. Um, it was a chick and a dude. I don't. I'm not sure if it was proof of work though. Um, but they were doing it for like. Uh, some kind of security thing. No, it was for email. Yeah. They didn't want to spam. Cynthia Dork and Moni Noir came up with the name of it. I'm not sure if there's any predecessors. Uh, am I sure? No. Dork. 
in noir in 1993 wanted people to not get spam. So I don't know if they made or just it says a concept was invented by. Um, and then in 1999, Marcus Jacobson and Ari Jules coined the term. But I remember looking looking up little Miss Cynthia over here because this was like recent and she's still alive and like doing YouTube stuff. So I was like, yo, what's going on, dude? A little Princeton, a little cryptography, dude. Like like learning like books about cryptography, cryptography, it's probably how you pronounce it, <laughs> um, is uh, like probably things you could read in a book and not be overwhelmed by the exponential momentum of Bitcoin and current day cryptocurrency stuff and learn a lot about the future still. But I want to eat now. You got to learn about the past, see what patterns arise. I'm hungry now. Concept zero knowledge proof in which one party, the prover, proves to the others, their verifiers, that a certain amount of specific computational effort has been expanded. Verifiers can subsequently confirm this expenditure with minimal effort on their part. This concept was invented by Cynthia Dwork and Moni Noir in 1993 as a way to deter denial of service attacks and other service abuses such as spam on a network by requiring some work from a service requester. Who wants spam, dude? Popularized by Bitcoin as a consensus protocol. Also, pause. Simple deference, you know? Look at all these references. 2011. 2002, bro. Civil attack. What's going down? Proof of stake, man. That's what's going down. Cambridge, Massachusetts. 1971, you know? Jerusalem, Peter. You know? Just the classic stuff. On this episode of Reading a Book. Introduction. We argue that it is practically impossible in the distributed computing environment for initially unknown remote computing elements to present convincingly distinct identities. Your take? Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're nothing. Peer-to-peer systems, you know? Peer-to-peer is great. I love it. Apple's big on peer-to-peer. Peer-to-peer encryption. Peer-to-peer messaging. I'm I'm just thinking as I like dive more into mechanisms of legacy finance stuff versus what people in like decentralized finance stuff are doing, which I still need to kind of just involve myself in more research wise, but it kind of I feel like a lot of it is just a bunch of leverage from peer to peer making loans and credit instead of making loans and credit from person to bank to central. There's also an interesting argument by someone talking about how small banks doing uh, creating credit is better for the economy because it creates actual real economy productivity because they're in the, like a footprint of a, a certain place. Now central bank, um, cryptocurrencies would like intercept that and ruin small bank credit loaning and then kind of ruin economy stuff. Hmm. Cause then the central banks would be doing the loaning instead of other banks. And then it kind of mix up the, the leveraging of credit from central banks to banks so that banks could loan rather than just keep it into that central bank and it kind of skews the skewers, you know? I see. <laughs> yes, sir. Maybe one day we won't need them. Need no central bank. DeFi, bitches. See, that's what I was saying. Like, people say that and they're still, I want to like read people's arguments and stuff, but like, what what is what does DeFi do that, that alleviates central bank stuff? Um, first of all, gets rid of those nasty. Well, actually, maybe DeFi would have fees because there'd be minor fees, but they'd be very minimal. And also, like, like you wouldn't have to worry about like, hopefully, 
your money being intercepted by the government because you know the central bank is like has to like follow laws and stuff so and not i mean yeah also in america but mostly other countries like central banks are just really fucking corrupt how so there's this one country i want to say laos where their government was so in debt that they asked some country i might be fucking this up they asked some country for a loan and the country said they would only like do it if the fucking government started draining the bank accounts of its citizens so everyone's bank account was locked and the government just started draining their money away and they couldn't do anything about it and this was like in 2010 i think hmm a little debt crazy like how like what's to stop that from happening here a little you bit of reserve currency, know. but definitely, I mean, a lot of countries do that, dude. They're in debt, got to default somehow. It's fucking, it's fucked up. It's fucked up, you know? And in America, they just do it by printing more money. But if yeah, you don't have a reserve currency. Yeah, and that's going to catch up with us. Hmm. I feel like fucking Jerome Powell's like, by the time this is an issue, I'll be dead. So let's just fucking. Big term debt cycles. I would look into it. It's very it's, fun. It's really, uh, I don't know, it's really alarming because we've never been in this situation before. A lot of other countries have. And a lot of other cycles have happened before this one, which is why I like the notion of learning other people's research on history to learn what's happening now. Yeah. What's going to happen then? No idea. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Can't Does anything it. like this happen to a country of this scale? I think you might have seen the same stuff happen with Britain and Japan in the 90s. Britain had a reserve currency. I'm not sure if they did a lot of inflationary stuff. Uh, Ray Dalio, Wernerd, good people to look at. But a lot of countries default. A lot, I don't know if a lot of countries in the past with reserve currency have defaulted without doing a lot of not painful stuff to try to alleviate it this would be so much worse if you didn't have reserve currency because like if fucking America defaults the world defaults yeah that's the it's kind of the big thing yeah yeah so uh Currency outside of government is my fucking my go-to. Then Currently, you, right now, the world still kind of needs a reserve currency, though. That's what I'm still kind of uh, interested about. Of people, reserve currency, like, it, what do you mean? Like, it needs to be backed by something, or there are currencies that the world have trust in throughout the years. Yes, to create goods and services for people. Correct, and having no currency backed or trusted singularly by a lot of people is something that I'm interested to hear people's arguments for. Oh, there will be a reserve currency. If it'll be, I don't know what it'll be. could be the USDC, could be the China dollar, could be something else. But sooner or later, people are going to wake up and be like, yo, this ain't sustainable. 35% of the dollars printed in the last 12 months. Like there needs to be, there needs to be some scarcity there, you know, back to hard money, eh? But we can't, I don't know. It's like one to two to two to three. I don't even know if that would work. That's a lot. Like, is there even enough gold for that? I I suggest Dalio's reading about it. Big debt cycles. It's very interesting. Can you explain it? Can you sum it up? Not really. No. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, countries go from hard money to claims on the hard money to over leveraging the claims to going to fiat and then over leveraging on fiat. And if they have a reserve currency, then they play with inflation or credit and debt. Um, and if you don't have a reserve currency, you probably are ruined as a country. Shout out Greek. Uh, no, I'm still reading. Damn. So should I load up on Bitcoin? 
that's part of it. People lose trust in the reserve currency and then go into assets that are perceived inflation hedges. And then that debases the currency more. And then you got to restructure debts. And then hopefully the best. I don't know. Still reading. <laughs> Damn. So everybody going into other stuff is uh, apparently uh, called like a Babe Ruth home run shot by a lot of economists. So what happens when there's a lot of inflationary stuff and people lose trust in their credit? Damn. All right, guys, stack your BTC. Keep it in a cold wallet, not financial advice. Have a good one, everybody. Thanks for listening. Rick and Bond. Bye.